the intention is to help guide people back to their true selves and mm-hmm. connecting with you I feel like we've known each other for a really long time I know right well you kind of know me when you gave me the um my human design chart I was like now I kind of get it why I am like I am and human design totally shows you that doesn't it yeah for sure even I think that now like I'm a manifesting generator so I have multiple passions oh yeah so am I right thinking back to all the like certificates and diplomas I've got and they're all in completely different industries crazy isn't it anyway we'll discuss that another time because even now when I read it I'm just like no I get why I'm like that anyway it's cool cool. we're here to talk about transformation right yeah come on let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about Okay, let's talk about where you were before. Oh man, where I was before. So um, I was just a mess, like a total mess. Um, So I was always working. There wasn't a point that I didn't have a job. So I've always kind of worked in accounts, office management and just took it. I didn't see anything outside of a nine to five. Mm -hmm. So I got a job, I was staying at job. I was just just a party girl. That's how it would appear that I was a party girl. But really it was just, I was just numbing everything. And I I didn't really know how to stop numbing things. So, and it's, I didn't, I couldn't see that I was behaving like this. I thought it was just completely normal behavior. Then um, my relationships were all like pretty horrific. There was, uh, there's uh, like from when I was pregnant, my partner was violent. I left him and lived in a homeless shelter for my entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And previous to him, the guy, yeah, he was all right. He was pretty, I was with him for a f- quite a few years. He was all right, but he was just quite a bomb. I would be like his mom. If he hears this, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you at the time. Um, and oh, then previous, <laughs> previous to that, they've all pretty much been like that, that I'm the sole provider when I wasn't really providing for myself. So then the guys just got a bit, a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. They, there was one that, that I just, I kind of, because I spent my pregnancy reading about narcissism, I, um, like I wasn't reading baby books. I was trying to understand what the hell had just happened to me. Cause at the beginning, the relationship was amazing. How the hell did I end up in a homeless shelter? So I was trying to get my head around that. Um, it was pretty grim, a lot of dark days during my pregnancy. And then, um, then I met another guy and I kind of understood about red flags then. Previously, I didn't. I was just a total people pleaser. And if they wanted something, I'd be like, I'll do it. So then, um, then I heard about red flags and I was like something not quite right about this guy and I'd heard about this thing called Claire's law so if you've got a partner and there's something about them that's not quite right and you're a bit scared or a bit worried you can go to the police and say I want you to do Claire's law on my partner so I did that and it turned out he'd stabbed someone in the head the chest and the abdomen and They were like, like, he's just grim. There's harassment charges from ex-girlfriends. So I was like, okay, I'm just off. Then after that, a while after that, then there was 
a guy who was married and I didn't know he was married. And I finally thought, oh, this is why I went through all of this rubbish to meet this guy, because he's amazing. Um, and then his wife contacted me just as I got to my sister's in Australia. And like, it's a huge thing for us to go to Australia. I was a single parent, I was on maternity leave. Um, and just after everything I came out of that, I just thought I was going to Australia all happy. And then his wife contacted me and, um, I had to contact the police four times then because she was just making fake profiles of me. It was just harassment constantly. Um, so I, it was that situation that then my friend had had enough of me. Like months and months later, I'm like, oh, but I love him. And she was like, why do you need to go and see someone? <laughs> like seriously, go and see someone and have your cords cut. Now I had never heard of what cord cutting was at all. So um, I went along and um, it was Satina Slade I went to, um, who's, she's a quantum, she's a quantum, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't really think you can give Tina a title. Like she does, she's just, you have to see her to know, but um I went to have my cords cut and I left there about three hours later and whatever little tiny spark that was left inside me, she lit. And then it was from there I started transforming. So that was in April 2019. And then since then, I like even my sister will say to you, I'm just not the same person at all. There is just nothing about me that is the same. Now I'm totally different than I was. Do you think you need to go get your cords cut if you're like, if you keep repeating these same patterns yeah. with men? And totally. Well, also, it's about seeing where are you in this? Because when I, when I started doing things like shadow work and inner child healing, I realised that every guy that I was dating, there was aspects of my father. Mm -hmm. And with that, it comes with things like, um, it can just be one side, like tiny thing. I remember one, one major thing that like just still sticks with me is that my daughter's, um, the, the, my daughter, yeah, him, he, um, he picked me up from work when I was pregnant, before the incident, and we were driving home, it only took about five or ten minutes to get back to there, and he, he asked me how my day went, and I was telling him something, like uh, something that had happened, I can't remember what it was about, but he just kind of stopped driving and looked at me, and he was like, why did you say that, and just the tone of the voice, my stomach just said, I'm in for it, I'm in for it, but the the feeling I got was the feeling that my dad used to give me when he'd get in from work and I think I'm in for it right now. And it was the exact same feeling. So, but even then my brain didn't twig and think like I'm repaying like a, a cycle. I didn't think it at all. I didn't, or I didn't really think anything of it. Only until later when I started looking into things, I thought, oh, I'm, they, they're right. When they say like a girl goes for a guy like her daddy, I definitely did. Just different aspects of him. I really don't like that. No, my dad's horrible. Oh. My dad's horrible. Oh, but yeah, it's the unhealthy aspects as well, though, isn't it? It's not like the any positive one. No. The thing is, though, is that I think we always tend to focus on the negative stuff. Even so, you know, if you've got a friend who's got a boyfriend, then your friend never really rings you and says to you, oh, look at all the amazingly good times we've had. They'll phone you to have a moan and say he hasn't done the dishes, this, that and the other. So we kind of focus more on the negative anyway about things. So I think that I don't know what it is about 
partners, but definitely if there's a negative aspect, this is what I found personally, if there's a negative aspect in your childhood, you will go for the, those, those underlying things. So it could be things like, so he would just, my dad would just make us, like he just had a reign of terror basically in the house. There was just like an air of fear. So we would never step out of line, but I probably would towards my teenagers, but previous to that we wouldn't, what he said goes. So it's then you're trying, you're thinking about your self-worth and stuff like, you know, like you go for guys that may be more controlling or guys that would then love bomb you because my dad one day could be really, really nice. And then other days he'd come in and take his belt off. So it could be, you know, like to give us a beating. So it could be that it's about self-worth, like pandering to them because I definitely used to be like, daddy, still when he'd come home. So yeah, it's just trying to, it's the way that I did it was literally, I worked through every single aspect of myself that I could and Reiki 100%. So I did my Reiki masters on Sunday. Never, if you had said to me in, in, in 2019 at the start, you would be a Reiki master. I wouldn't even know what Reiki was. Like I didn't even know the name of a chakra. I didn't know anything about the holistic lifestyle in the slightest. So it was, I did Reiki, my Reiki one in May, 2019. So a month after I saw Tina. And then I was just anything that would, like I said, that little spark that was left in me, just, she just seemed to light it. So whatever happened in that session, I think that I finally felt seen by somebody maybe. And like her sessions are just insane. Like they're just next level that you're like, one, how can this be possible? And two, how do you know so much about me? And it's kind of things you wouldn't tell people either. Do you know what I mean? Like your deepest, deepest, deepest things. So I'd certainly never experienced anything like that. And it was then doing everything else. I just threw myself into everything, everything that I could get my hands on. I thought I'm healing. So I just went and tried to do everything. I've done the spiral um, with a fabulous girl called Hannah. Um, I think I can't, I don't remember off the top of my head what her company's called, but spiral is where they take you through, um, take you through your um, like, oh, how do I describe? I can't, I can't really describe that either. It's basically emotions that you would go through. So let's say it was something like fear or guilt and they muscle test you to the point that they find out what age this, this, this emotion is trapped. So everything then is building upon that. So if you've still got fear, it could be something you haven't released from childhood. So I've done that. I've tried loads of different things personally. Yeah. I know, but um, I really have stuck with moon circles because I just love them. I love them. Um, and you were our last one. So like I said at that, the reason I love moon circles so much is because when you see your intentions start coming through, you're actually like, this works. Like, it works. Do you know what I mean? I want to I wanna backtrack. I want to backtrack. This is all amazing stuff, but I kind of want to go back to like, you know how you were pinpointing like all these things that you wanted to work on within yourself? Like, mm. how was that process? Like, how did you know what to work on first? Like, how hard was it to be like, okay, this is honestly what's going on inside me. I need to get through this. Like, what was so it like? What I, what I started to do was journal. So I would write absolutely everything down. And I realized that within a month, the majority of my thoughts were just completely toxic. I would be like, my rages in my head yeah. were like just ridiculously angry. I would write out 
horrific things like I was just so angry at everyone at the world um and I could have this is another thing I still try and do this now if there's something that comes up I will write down all my thoughts in a day so if it's a negative thought I'll write it down and then when I go to bed that night I will lie down I won't read back through it I've written it down and that feels like it's almost enough Okay. I would lie down and I would feel where I'm feeling it in my body. Mm. Normally, it's like I'm feeling it in my throat or my chest, you know, like real anger or something. And then I will almost imagine that I'm digging that anger out. So yeah. like I'm just removing it and taking it out. And then I would use like source like so like Reiki light or just anyone can do this. So because any everyone can do Reiki, they're just your Reiki attunements just make that connection just that little bit stronger. But it's something everyone can do. And then I would just almost imagine filling up with white light. Then the next day, my I would maybe have like three negative thoughts compared to maybe like 70 the day before. So, yeah, so I started by doing that because that was something I could definitely do. I could definitely write down everything that was annoying me that day. And then as time went on, I could see patterns in my writing. I was always constantly, it was focused on the trauma I'd had from these relationships. Mm-hmm. Then, um, and then going to my childhood, definitely when I started looking into inner child work, I was seeing, okay, so I can see now that these things that have happened to me in my childhood have create, has have caused me to numb, caused me to take drugs, they've caused me to drink loads of alcohol, they've caused me to be just basically a toxic person also. Um, so yeah, the more modalities I seemed to do, um, and the more I was writing down, the more I was focusing and working on myself, yeah. I realized I didn't actually really know myself that well at all. Didn't really know what I would like to do. I was just, I was just living. I like, but not living. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And I feel, I kind of feel that. And I, I don't know. Do you think we all need to go through that kind of journey? You know, not. Oh, no, I don't know. Definitely not everyone needs to probably go and live in a pregnant, in a homeless shelter pregnant. Everyone needs to do that. But I think definitely everyone everyone is going to go through something some some things for some people they'll feel it really really hard whereas let's say for me I probably wouldn't feel what they went through as hard because I've had harder experiences but there's people that have had it 50 billion times worse than I have and I'm probably able to cope with that situation at all so I think it just depends on resilience maybe although I hate that word resilience let's not use resilience I think everyone's experiences they're definitely meant to go through and it doesn't really matter how how big it is if it's still causing trauma to that person then there's still things that they can do to work through it right yeah this is how we respond to things if it's definitely from what I see in myself and my sister that is my sister is totally different to me, by the way. She's nothing like me. If um, if it's something to do in childhood, it's definitely going to come back up in, in your adult life, in the way you have your relationships, whether it be with a partner, with friends, with your children, it's definitely going to play itself out again. Can in some way or another. That? Is, is, is there a way where you can like fully let go of all the childhood stuff? It's just, oh, I'm still working through it now. I'm still working through it now. It's... It's every time a trigger comes up from something, mm-hmm. it's it's knowing how to react differently to it and not feeling the same emotions. Mm-hmm. It's 
not allowing the same thing to play out. And so, so I, this is just like a one example. We were constantly told, don't fall, don't fall. Like, how can you stop yourself from falling? So you can't. And then I remember when my daughter was little, I remember just instinctively saying to her, don't fall. And I was like, stop it, Michelle. So that's just one little thing, but it can be anything from reactions to something that might really, you know, like things like that you can brush off, like, as a child, we never did any activities at all. We weren't given like any kind of time. It was more kind of just school, back in the house, stay in the house. So now I try to give my daughter the opportunities and give her like, like a range of different activities if she wants to do them. It's just trying to change things and do things a bit differently. Yeah. Definitely your reactions. I notice if I react differently, I think, oh, maybe I've healed that bit. Because I feel that. I feel that with certain... <laughs> men yeah there's still that emotion there and it's like yeah I don't you know I don't want to feed the cycle but at the same time it's so easy like I really need yeah to- listen it totally is but the thing is I've noticed also with someone said this on the Reiki Masters course this weekend it's almost with the negative stuff we feel a bigger pull to that so that's why I definitely think it's something to do with childhood or childhood because it's in our subconscious. We feel it stronger, but we wouldn't necessarily think it. We'd feel it. Oh my god! When you know you, what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. It kind of feels like home. Yes, that's exactly it. Exactly it. And I was always at home in chaos. Wherever I was, there was drama, and I was in the middle of it. And I used to always say, "How has this happened to me again? How has this happened?" No, not seen at all myself in it. Um, and, and also so with those those boyfriends I didn't do anything wrong in that in the respect that I wasn't violent I didn't stab someone I wasn't married but still the one person that was common in all of those three relationships was me so I've got to take that responsibility and say well what what part am I playing in this yeah. that I, you know, can't keep happening to someone again and again and again and then they don't start thinking okay maybe this might be me I know like we're allowing it into our lives yeah exactly and then it's like why are we allowing it though like like there's some of the guys that I've allowed in are just so ridiculous that now like only two years later I'll look back and think what were you doing what a long time though that's incredible the transformation that you've made I know but babe I have totally changed so I like even my friends that knew me back then they very rarely see me now because I'm just constantly so I've obviously got moon and mars and I'm constantly now just if I'm not doing my day job or with my daughter I'm working 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 to try and launch moon and mars so it's I've just in that two years has gone by just for me so quickly that when I think back I think can't have just been 2019 can't have been that feels like it's been about six years ago but um Renee will tell you, you saw Renee at the circle, we were talking last night, and Renee actually um, came to spray tan me when I was in the homeless shelter, and I was like, look, how far have we came? How far have we came? Because back then, I was completely different, completely different. Um, So transformation is possible for absolutely anyone. I've just, I've always said, if I can change, and I can stop the way my toxicity and the addictions, if I can stop, there is anybody out there can can stop and they can change. If I can do it, anyone can. Because I was ridiculous. 
Wow, 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 wow. Okay, yeah, that's like hit me. Oh my gosh, let's talk about your partner now. How did that come oh. about? So, um, so as you know, I would do moon circles and I was doing more of the rituals by myself then. So I was every full moon, I would do like a meditation. I would dig deep, see what thoughts are arising. I would always kind of know back then because I was writing everything down then. So like doing journals in the morning and at night. So I would make my, my list, my burn list of what I wanted to get rid of. So anything toxic about myself, any toxic people in my life, my inability to say no to people, my people pleasing, everything would go down that list. I would burn it. I would charge my crystals. I went in on my moon rituals. And then two weeks out of the new moon, I would write down everything that I wanted to replace those things with as if I already had them. So I was I was doing this and things would start appearing like like, you know, like furniture I'd write down or, you know, things like that. Things would happen. My salary with my job. And then on the Lionsgate last year, I said, OK, if this really worked, I am going to get the man of my dreams because I've been single then for over two years. So I was like, I'm going to get the man of my dreams so I wrote down absolutely everything that I wanted like this is pages long well I didn't go that far maybe like two sides of April I wrote down everything and there was qualities in here the type of music he likes I wanted him to be a father to my daughter because she never had a dad um because obviously I've been single for her since I was pregnant so she hadn't really seen the relationships so um so I wanted her to have a father and for her to call him dad and I said I wanted them to have a beautiful relationship and I wanted him to love old school hip-hop because I love old school hip-hop I wanted him to be good with cars because I wanted to get camper van and travel around France and Spain in the six weeks holidays I wrote down everything that I wanted from like really silly things to big things but I didn't focus on his on his appearance I didn't have an image in my head of the type of guy I liked because the type of guy I've liked have always been horrific so I just left that image out and wrote everything down that the, the kind of guy that I actually genuinely wanted and then three weeks later my friend was um she'd been on the app Bumble and she was like you oh, know just the, the type of guys on there are you know they, they're actually quite decent why don't you go on so I went on and um Bumble is like the app where you've got to introduce yourself to the men instead you've got to make the first move I was like oh, I don't like this app but anyway I saw him I sent him a message just saying hello and then three weeks later we are so we're on our first date and um about an hour and a half into the date like a an old school hip-hop song comes on and he starts rapping along to it and I'm like how do you know this song and he's like this is my song and I'm like this is my song like and he was like how do you know it how does a girl know this song and then um then yeah I know and then he said he wanted to get a camper van to so he could like and do it up so he could travel around Europe and every single thing so I've still got that list I don't ever burn my my new moon list unless I really feel the urge to so I still got that list and every single thing I wrote down he is that guy he is that guy Lila now calls him dad um they've got a beautiful relationship together mm-hmm. and yeah like this stuff works I remember saying it before if it works I will get this guy of my dreams and I got him why did he want to 
bless you. Like, did he write down what he wanted or so we spoke about this. He said that he'd actually been doing um, like some kind of, he's, he goes to sleep, listening to manifestations. So he'll like play something on YouTube that's like 12 hours long. That's like, you know, like positive affirmations or something. So um, he said that he had already started, because obviously when he's on the first date, I'm there talking about all this manifestation stuff. I was thinking he's going to probably be a little bit like, who is, yeah, who is this girl? But he said he was like, oh my God, I do that. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, and the thing is, he'd also been single for many years working on himself also. So I think that is a key that if you're in this spiral of unhealthy relationships, just take a break and do some work on yourself. Uh, I definitely needed to, I 100% needed to. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah well you never know listen you never know you might it might I can only talk about my path but I can't say what can happen on other people's but just mine my bay my behavior anyway that's toxic because like you're not going to be around those type of people and not be toxic so the type of people I was around weren't nice so therefore I wasn't nice either so up level I love it I know, I know. The fact that, like I said to my sister, the fact that she says to me, my God, you have changed so much. You're a totally different person. She's known me for 38 years. So she's going to know the most. And um, yeah, so it just shows it is possible. Transformation is 100% possible for anyone, for anyone. So what are all the things that you've tried to get to where you are now and what's been the most helpful? So, um, so obviously having the session with Tina, yeah was the very first the very first step then after that I went and did my Reiki one Reiki when you get Reiki achievements they normally say that something may drop out of your life or some people may drop out of your life because as soon as you're attuned your vibration rises so and each one so I've had now three attunements and each time I've had an attunement someone drops out of my life that's a friend and it's kind it's almost final like it's just like okay they're gone now uh, yeah so yeah that works and I said it to um I said it on the weekend to um, another few people there. And they were like, yeah, the same happens with us too. So I don't know what it is about Reiki tumors. If anyone listens to this, you can tell me what it is. But yeah, so that was definitely another thing to raise my vibration. Um, and then after that, I went, so I had my Reiki attunement at Birmingham Holistic Center. And when I was there, I went to, I noticed there was a guy who runs it called Stu. And I went to see him. He's almost like, he's like, he's a spiritual healer. He's another one like Tina. You can't really put a, a, a label, like a job title on them because they just do everything. So I went to see him and then I picked up a course leaflet because um, I didn't know it was a training school. Apart from the Reiki, I thought it was just like a holistic therapy center. And then I just started hammering out the courses then for myself. So I did stress management consultancy. That's more kind of like, your you do creative visualizations in there and you like you calm your mind down with different meditation techniques there's massage techniques it's a really really beautiful course so i did that um and then i did my reiki too i did uh, my angelic reiki so i've done quite a lot of modalities myself to train in them um but then personally i've worked i've worked a lot with tina to try and release things i've had past life regressions which is wild because you, it almost plays out like a film so you can see how that element of your past life is in this past in this current life and how you're playing it out but just in a different role like it's wild it's wild 
it's totally wild um like that you don't want to say that again you want to share like part of like what happened oh oh, i just want to think because it's pretty horrific so maybe um okay so so there's one i'll tell you one element of it so there was this first one because i've done i've had maybe three regressions with tina so the first one i did was um there was so all I could see, so so I, I wasn't really that great at visualization. I definitely can't see anything when I close my eyes. But this time, and like a, a full-on video will play out, like it is you've got your eyes closed and you're watching a film. And I could see these green splodges. And I kept saying to her, all I can see is green splodges. And we kept going out, coming, trying to come back in to try and see. She was like, do this and do that. And I was like, there's still green splodges. And I was like, wait for it. I'm drunk. They're leaves. I'm lying on my back. And then I looked around and I was like, I'm in a graveyard. So it, it was that uh, I was a man and my and I had killed my wife and I had lived in a, um, I'd lived in an orphanage and just like my childhood was horrific. There was abuse in my childhood and someone was helping me cover up the murder of my wife. I didn't mean to murder her. I was just drunk and really, really angry. And I hated myself because of the abuse that had happened when I was younger. So I was just taking everything out on my wife. The more she almost loved me, the more I hated her. So it, like the more like she would be like, oh, just come here. I love you. I'd be like, what? So then I just said, it. so I saw it all play out, all of it play out. And I rang my best friend and said it to her. And she had done a past life regression, I think in America. And then she was like, well, I was murdered by my husband in the kitchen. And I was like, did the kitchen look like this? And she was like, yeah. So she had had this regression years before. She had been murdered by her husband. So in this lifetime, she's came out. And in this role, we are friends. And I remember saying to Tina when I was under, I was like, Sophie, my wife is Sophie. And then she was like, does it look like Sophie? And I was like, no, it looks nothing like Sophie, but my wife is Sophie. Um, it was just wild. Like you could just, I, I just, I can't explain it. It's something you have to do, but it's, there was other characters in that, the other, the people that played out in um, that regression are also in this life with me, just as different people. It's like my daughter was in it as someone else. Um, my dad was in it as someone else. My mom was in it as someone else. So it's like, We've almost came back this time to play out a different role. So I've, I've pursued that side of things. That's, that's so wild. Like, life is a trip. When I yeah, it is. That, I'm like, why are we here? Like, we're definitely here to, like, learn and evolve and, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, I so we explored that route. I've, I've like, so I've, I've tried that. I tried, a life, I've done life coaching. I've done mirror work with Renee. I've got mirror work I'm going to do with um, the girl you previously worked with. Um, then, yeah, so I'm, I'm always open to try new things because if it's something that I haven't tried before that I think it's, I'm going to, I'm going to experience something or if it's going to shed another layer, I'll do it addictive in a way isn't it it really is so that's the kind of thing I've just been filling my time up with I'm just like I've got to go now because I'm doing this tonight I've got to go now and then when people are always saying stop it you're going to burn out I now get it by being a manifesting generator through human design I get that why I'm able to do this many much stuff in a day as long as it's stuff that I'm passionate about and want to do I can do as much as I can in a day are you the same yeah it's amazing it is it totally is and I can have literally about 
30 things to do in a day and do a full eight hours at my day job. And if it's everything that I love doing, I would do it and not feel not feel burnt out. But if it's spending if it's spending the day doing things that I really don't want to do, I will get burnt out. So I saw reading the human design chart, the importance of you need to follow your path. You need to find what it is that lights you up and follow your path. It's your heart as well. I was doing uh, my yoga training today and when your heart's out of balance, the heart chakra, you get burnout. Like that's yeah. literally what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what the new moon circles are, are that so we didn't do them last month because obviously we're doing the Lionsgate portal. But Wild Woman, um, so I trained with Wild Woman to do their circle leader facilitator training. And that is all about opening the women's wild heart and connecting to your heart. So you like you there's there's like um there's a task that you can do in it where it's almost like opening your heart chakra, filling your hands with like your heart chakra light and then putting them over your eyes before you get out of bed. So almost like you're looking through that energy. So anything you see that day is going to be nice and it's going to be beneficial to you. So there's loads of different little tips and tricks you can do. Yeah. What's, okay, we're getting near the end now. I'm feeling, feeling the energy coming towards the end. What's like... If there's one message that you can give to someone who is just like really wanting to just be the light in their life, they're going through a really tough time, what would it be? Dig deep, dig deep because you can do it. You can do it. I feel like if I can come from being suicidal in a homeless shelter, pregnant, reading about flipping narcissists in denial that I have to give birth to now launching a business, launching another business next year, living in a beautiful house with a wonderful boyfriend with a fantastic job and a meeting amazing, amazing people, one of which is you. But if I can do that, anyone can. So just dig deep, dig deep because you will find the answers. You will. So you've got to go through the ship, might be the side. Yeah. You can make it a bit softer by not keep not continuing to put yourself into these cycles. I've had to drop friends. Yeah. Your friends have dropped me. Like there's it's like and like I said if you if it's playing out toxic it's not just going to be them you've got to realize you're rolling it too because i was a toxic hot mess i was horrific and i will put my hand up and own that that and say i was a mess it was definitely me as well yeah i love your honesty i feel the yeah. same yeah I've, I've noticed i've been the common denominator in quite a few yes and it sucks as well when you think of yeah, it i think yeah. why can't i quite like i used to love blaming i used to love blaming them but they did this and they did that and poor yeah. me yeah but um, yeah so it's, it's yeah just 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 dig yeah. deep dig yeah. deep i love that you have so many things going on so where can people find you on Instagram, Michelle Moon and Mars is the best place to find me right now. My website should be launched next week. Um, and there's loads of exciting, um, there's loads of exciting things in the pipeline um, that I really want to say right now, but I just I can't say them. Um, but all will be revealed very soon. Um, but yes, that's where they can find me, Michelle Moon and Mars. <laughs>